0: The Womb School Podcast is sponsored by Keeping It Fresco and their In Deck. Keeping It Fresco is a soul-led and mission-driven creative agency that I, Jasmine, happen to be the founder of. At Keeping It Fresco, we create intentional designs that help people and companies fully express themselves and create the impact that they want in their communities. The In Deck is an incredible tool to help you pause during your day and tune in to yourself. Whether you're on the go or winding down from a busy day, these cards are the perfect addition to your self-care routine. These 32 cards will get you thinking and help change your perspective. Each card has its own personality and purpose. Every time you pull a card, it is a reminder to help you practice being present in all the little moments of your life and tune in. Each color has a different theme, color, artwork, and affirmation to help you tune in to the now and to yourself. Use code WOMBSCHOOL, W-O-M-B-S-C-H-O-O-L at checkout and get free shipping on your deck today. Go to keepingitfresco.com and give yourself the gift of tuning in. As a friendly disclaimer, the information shared on the podcast, including but not limited to... Text, graphic, images, and other material contained at the Wound School podcast are for informational purposes only. No material on this podcast or our social media handles and website is intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Talk dear, cur, or simply put, tap. She, her, is the CEO of I Am With Periods. In 2017, during her second year of her PhD, she discovered the Fertility Awareness Method, and this sparked a passion that changed her life. Not only did she get off the birth control pill, but she also went on a life-changing trip to her homeland of India, where she got clear on her new mission, to spread the worldwide love of periods, and to support people with their mental and emotional health. From 2018 onwards, she directed her research towards learning everything on the menstrual cycle and mental health, which led to her launching her blog, I Am With Periods. And in 2020, she published a book called Self-Care Down There. Now in 2022, she launched the course menstrual cycles and manifestation. In this episode, we will dive deep into her journey and how we can tap into our womb and unleash the power of manifestation. This is Womb School. And classes in and session thank you for being here today I'm so excited to learn from you
1: excited to have a conversation because like it's uh I know it's part of maybe our everyday to talk about vaginal steaming and periods and all of that And still, every time it happens, I'm like, this is amazing. (laughs) I wish everyone had these conversations. So really excited um, to chat with you.
0: Thank you for saying that. I get so excited for these conversations as well because they're needed and they help destigmatize and demystify. So I'm really excited for this episode and the conversation we're about to have. To get started, I like to get personal and ask, what would you call this current chapter in your life?
1: I would call it the manifester one of the folks that i feel like i I learn a lot from is dr michael beckwith who's the founder of agape spiritual center and he talks about these four sort of archetypes or um phases of life that we go through the first one is the victim the second is the manifester the third is the channel and the fourth is like connection with consciousness Uh, that's my memory of them and how I interpret them so everyone check me on that Um, But I'm pretty sure that's like similar to the archetypes at least the first two for sure are true so I very much feel like I've moved out of the victim stage in my life and now I'm in the manifesting my dream life stage of um of my unfolding.
0: Thank you for sharing about the chapter of your life right now. um While we have talking about your life and your journey, we would love to get to know you. Can you tell us about yourself and how your journey has led you to do the work that you're doing now with your Manifestation in Cycles workshop, your Self Care Down There book? How did you get there? What's been your journey?
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Tak, I use she, her pronouns. And on the personal side, I live in Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada on Mi'kmaq treaty territory. So we're governed by the peace and friendship treaty uh, between the Confederation of Canada and indigenous peoples of this land. And my parents and ancestors are from the Punjab region of India and Pakistan. uh, So very much roots in South Asia. And all of that informs my work in terms of um, how do we approach menstrual health and manifestation through a decolonial perspective. I would say what brought me to this work, like the main kind of crux of it all was in 2017, I went on my own journey of coming off the birth control pill because of the impact it was having on my mental health. And I started my business I'm with periods it started as an Instagram page just to spread the word about things like the fertility awareness method um, more sort of like the physical sides of menstrual cycles because I had like grown up in Canada I went to public school I did a biology degree as my undergrad and literally no single human had ever told me what cervical fluid was and why it was there and when i learned it just blew my mind and my body in such a good way my soul so i sort of like went on a mission i'm still on a mission to spread the worldwide love of periods and knowledge about menstrual cycles in a really easy and accessible way and sort of along that journey of like the physical and mental health side of menstrual cycles i learned about the law of attraction I learned about abundance and how we can move from scarcity to abundance and started to notice how we can actually use our menstrual cycles as sort of like a natural process that occurs in order to facilitate manifestation. And uh, I will say that, you know, even though my journey started with coming off the pill, I obviously welcome and encourage Everyone to make choices about their own body. So if anyone's listening is on the pill now, like it's all good. Just whatever works for you. Um, just more so I would encourage people to become aware and like create that connection and relationship with their menstrual cycle.
0: Let's dig into this some more. How can somebody manifest with their cycle?
1: For sure. So uh I'll start with the four seasons of the cycles because Often, I'm sure your listeners, I mean, y'all are listening to the Womb School podcast, so like you're in it, you're learning, you're understanding. I would say oftentimes when I speak to folks who menstruate, I'll ask them, for instance, like, "Oh, how long is your cycle?" And they'll tell me, "Oh, seven days." So there's mm-hmm. a pretty big societal equation of menstrual cycles the same thing as a period, yeah. which, as we know, a period is just one part or one season of our menstrual cycle. Mm -hmm. Our full menstrual cycle is from one period to the next period. Um, However many days that is for you, you know, the average 28 to 35 days. For folks who identify with PCOS, maybe it's a bit longer, a bit shorter. Folks who just started menstruating, um, you know, it might be a bit shorter, a bit longer. So everyone's cycle is a different length. But for the most part, we all experience these four seasons. And just like the earth, we have winter, spring, summer, and autumn or fall. Um, Winter corresponds with our period, spring with pre-ovulation, summer with ovulation, and PMS with autumn. And I sort of explain in my new course that's called Menstrual Cycles and Manifestation, like what's happening in each of those four stages in our body. And then what sorts of like rituals and practices and um, emotions and traumas in some ways, our body is either experiencing or releasing during each of those four seasons. And how do we kind of schedule those and do different things during those four different seasons in order to support the process of manifesting?
0: Amazing. Thank you. Can you share with us what is your number one way for us to start tuning into our cycle?
1: So in regards to entry point into our cycle, it may seem like a lot, mm-hmm. um, but once you build the habit, it you very much internalize the knowledge. And the place where I would start is for people to track their cycle from one period to the next using the fertility awareness method. So I'm sure you'll cover FAM and fertility awareness in the podcast mm-hmm. as well. Um, but just to give folks sort of like a high level, essentially, as we talked about with the full cycle from one period to the next, there are two main kind of fertile signs. We use the language fertile. And I want to acknowledge that there may be some folks listening, um, myself included, who have no intentions of being pregnant or giving birth, they might use fertility awareness as a form of natural birth control. Um, So I'll encourage folks to think about fertility. Yes, sure, in terms of like pregnancy and childbirth, but also in terms of like, how do we grow and reproduce like our own dreams and desires and visions for our life. So two main fertile signs of the body, going back to that, which are our body temperature and our cervical fluid. And body temperature, that's fairly easy to do. You can buy a thermometer from wherever. And in the morning, when inevitably, folks, myself included, maybe wake up, we open our phone, we're on Instagram, we're looking at Corgi videos, you can (laughs) put the thermometer in your mouth and take your temperature. I recommend leaving it in for 10 minutes before you press the button. So as you're looking at your cute dog videos, just have the thermometer in, press the button, it'll pop out a number and you can track that every day for your cycle just to notice the trends. So what folks will notice for the most part is during those first two seasons of your cycle, period and spring and even going into summer, your average temperature will kind of be lower and then after you ovulate, your temperature goes high. So once we have that data you can like use that temperature gauge as you know for birth control or just to like notice what your body's doing um that one might feel like oh that's again like a lot of work um the second one which is cervical fluid people will just notice it on their own so it's a literally a fluid and gorgeous fluid that our cervix um, excretes during different parts of our cycle or releases during different parts of our cycle so during our period it's fairly obvious it's our period blood mm-hmm. um, so that'll be pretty um, uh, easy to spot <laughs> mm-hmm. to use that uh, language and then going into spring menstrual spring and menstrual summer it kind of turns into like a watery like a gorgeous egg white like texture um, and that's a really strong indication that you're about to ovulate. And then once we get into PMS or menstrual autumn, uh, you'll it kind of dries up or it forms. I mean, technically, it kind of like forms a different um, structure in our body, so it doesn't release as much. And then back to period. So that may feel like a lot, but that I feel like is the entry point. Like we can't get to the manifestation if we haven't like touched and felt and like been in our body and notice yeah. what's going on you yeah. know what I mean
0: okay you are teaching us so much and I am so excited for everything that you've taught me and for our listeners to just learn all this wisdom from you how do you personally take care of your woman cycle what is something that's a part of your self-care practice
1: Ooh. Ooh, I love, I love, I would say number one is whenever I get my period, I say, thanks, like, oh my God, you're here. Like, I really celebrate it. Um, People can go like as extreme as they want in terms of celebrating, like on the day, have a party, like whatever you, with yourself, like whether that's getting yourself like a little cake and watching your favorite Netflix show, whatever it is, celebrate, I love celebrating every time it comes because it um, I love PMS. It's a time of releasing and limiting beliefs and it can also be a challenging uh, season to be in. So anytime I get my period and like my, we can go into the hormones and my estrogen spikes and like, ah, like life's good. I love (laughs) celebrating it because it's so good. And then I would say like throughout my cycle, I typically will engage in like some form of ritual on the new moon and the full moon, wherever that kind of lands in my cycle. Um, So the full moon for me landed this time in menstrual spring or pre-ovulation. So I kind of had like a particular ceremony around that related to manifestation and um, the new moon's coming up, I believe on like Friday or Saturday this week. Uh, I'll be in PMS. So I'll sort of tailor my ritual accordingly uh, based on the season I'm in. So I really like to have rituals and like do that type of work because in my day to day life, like I work in the corporate space, I'm a recruiter at an executive search firm called BIPOC executive search where we're changing the way things are done um, and like bringing decolonial perspectives to the work at the same time we still operate in a very like masculine energy vibe mm-hmm. so as much as I can bring the feminine in the slowing down the working with plant medicines like burning things <laughs> I like to do that as much as I can like bringing crystals in and tarot um, and then the third I would say is I legit plan my life around my period to yeah. the point where my partner the other day, he's like, Oh, I'm planning to have two parties. When are you getting your period? So I can plan to have it like when you're in your fertile window. <laughs> so that's so pretty great. Yeah.
0: I have to point out that I sincerely love how beautifully and positively you talk about our cycles and our wombs and our periods, just even how you describe cervical fluid and even living in flow with your cycle and how you can tune in with that life and society isn't designed to be in flow or with the feminine. It's very get things done, hustle, 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 but seeing the duality of that and seeing, oh my gosh, how can we soften into our feminine? It is possible. And how can we schedule our lives around our cycle? Like you said, We Maybe we don't want to throw parties when we're on our period because we want to rest. But maybe when we're ovulating and we have all this energy within us biologically, it'd be a great time to socialize. So I love how you pointed that out. Thank you. This is something that I practice and preach and we'll talk to anybody who will just hang out with me and have a cup of coffee and we just map out your life around your cycle because I feel like it just makes life a little bit more manageable and easier to go through, especially in flow. So thank you. you
1: no, know, I envision a world where even all of our jobs like operate on at least the moon cycle because that's sort of like a standard where on the new moon, everyone like gets a day off or something. But I envision in our businesses that we can sort of operate and sort of um, uh, create worlds in which we do have that balance um, restored for sure.
0: Amazing. So let's talk about your book, self-care down there. I loved reading this book. It was a very easy to read and to follow manual on anything related to self-care down there, your period, self-care for your vagina, your womb, your cycle, steaming, all the amazing things. And it was so easy to follow. I wish I had this book when I was a teenager. I think it would have been so helpful. And I wish I could just hand it out to everybody that I know. So can you give our listeners a little rundown as to what to expect with your book?
1: I appreciate those kind words about the book. I like to think of our book self-care down there as sort of like the 101 course in our Mm -hmm. menstrual cycles and um, our 101 textbook. And then our course menstrual cycles and manifestation as like, Not necessarily like a graduate level course, but like an upper level course where you'll be able to take that knowledge and like take it to the next level and apply it on sort of that spiritual um, self-development level as well.
0: Okay. So I would love to talk about one chapter in your book since we are limited in time and everybody that's listening, just add to cart self-care down there. It's a great book, but she does have a chapter that I thought would be intriguing for all of you listeners out there. Talk. Can you break down the chapter and go in depth where you talk about supporting your vagina in a digital world? We're all on our phones. We're all scrolling through social media. We're digitally tuning into the womb school podcast. How does that tie in with our vaginas? How can we take care of ourselves in the digital world? Can you please elaborate on that?
1: So in... My learnings and some of the practices that I do, we have, you know, a range of human emotions, positive, neutral, negative. We don't need to assign any like moral judgments on them, but they do exist. And I would say that negative emotions are a lot more sticky like they Mm -hmm. stick to our body so often when we talk about positivity we talk about like clarity and um brightness and feeling in flow and things moving easily and joyfully whereas negative emotions tend we use language like heavy we feel weighed down we feel overwhelmed um so Those positive, neutral and negative emotions, again, according to my learnings and teachings from ancestral South Asian medicine, from ancestral East Asian medicine, for the most part, um, they live in different parts of our body. So I'll focus in on the negative and emotions and say that um, in talking about the digital world, I promise I'll circle back. So in the negative um, emotions, oftentimes the negative emotions that we hold in our sexual organs and our glands are emotions like unworthiness, shame, jealousy, pride, shock, um, overwhelm. These are all negative emotions that hold a particular vibration that live in our pelvic center unless we actively heal and release them they're either inherited and passed down to us through our ancestors through things like dna Mm -hmm. um maternal lineage often get passed down a lot more vibrantly i would say um and they might be emotions that we have absorbed um that have gotten trapped in our pelvic center through our childhood experiences, like anywhere from little T trauma to big T trauma that we might've experienced onwards to our adult life. So yeah, when it comes to surviving in the digital world, Mm -hmm. I would say that um, we might notice that those negative emotions of shame, of jealousy, of overwhelm show up in a particular way living in a digital age. So whether that's through social media and like comparison for instance, so we might Mm
0: -hmm.
1: notice an entrepreneur or a business owner who's due, we feel like, Oh my God, they're doing so much. I feel overwhelmed because I feel like I'm not enough and I'm Mm -hmm. not doing enough or with regards to shame living in a digital world, now more than ever, our employers, um, our bosses have like immediate access to us. So they can text us, they can write us on Slack, they can send us a Teams message. And if for me, at least, if it's not worded with like a heart and a smiley face, (laughs) my brain immediate and body immediately goes to, oh, I'm in trouble, like I've done something wrong. And that maybe comes up as shame. So I would say in the digital world where we have so much access to communication, people are always like energetically connected to us. We access a lot more like visuals and information and people's energetic fields to be mindful of if there are any of those negative emotions related to your pelvic center in particular, or any part of your body that are coming up and learning how to release them because it will just make our experience in the digital world so much um, healthier and more joyful when we can lean into the positive aspects of it, which are we get to connect with so many people that we align with. Um, So that's what I would share is really, Um, that piece around like if there's any negative emotions that come up for people living in a digital world to you know reach out to me I can provide some resources but engage in those rituals that'll help you release um, some of those traumas or emotions or limiting beliefs
0: Hmm. that's beautiful thank you there's so much tidbits of wisdom I know that our listeners will take away from this and I know that I have learned so much And I love how you talk about reframing these negative emotions and being conscious of it. One way that I like to reframe negative thoughts or negative emotions that come through me is through mantras. Um, One of our publishers is Keeping It Fresco, their tune-in deck. um, And it's actually a deck that I wrote and published. So my other business is sponsoring this, but I feel like it ties in because... I love to help people tune into themselves, especially through art and through mantras and through writing. So, and you talk a lot about that reframe and it's all about tuning in and speaking kindly and speaking lovingly to ourselves. So I thought it'd be fun to ask you, how do you use mantras in your life? And do you have any that you are loving right now to help you tune into yourself?
1: Ooh, oh my gosh. I love this question, Yasmeen. I feel like we are just cut from the same cloth. I love affirmations and mantras as well. And that has remained consistent, I would say, every single day is, I am an abundant soul supported by a friendly universe. That one I say every single day. And then one that I've been working with uh, recently is, I am being divinely guided.
0: I love everything that you're sharing. Um, especially with the mantra that you're using right now, because it ties into what we talked about at the beginning of this episode. What is this chapter of your life called? And I see it all tie in and I see it all interconnected throughout your journey and throughout your story and everything that we shared in this interview. Um, just to tie things up and to end things at a good note and a good womb loving note. How are you currently loving on your womb? Ooh
1: love 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 this question i would say the biggest is positive self talk mm-hmm. so really talking to myself in my head in the way that i show up for the people around me like caring conscious mm. loving um you know we've all uh, i'll speak for myself looking in the mirror naked Mm -hmm. there's a part of me that immediately goes to judgment and is like your hips are too big your butt's eggy and like there's an energy associated with that focusing Mm -hmm. in like on our pelvic region right so Mm -hmm. for me it's very much actively saying like you're gorgeous you're beautiful oh my god you're so sexy today on the physical level and then on the mental emotional spiritual level so you know, if that shame starts to come up, if the unworthiness starts to come up, really sitting with it, listening to it, having that inner dialogue and caring for it in a way that it feels safe so we can release
0: it. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is incredible. I love that so much. Okay. Now to wrap things up, I appreciate your time here and I've learned so much from you. I'm going to do so much of what you shared and implement that in my own self-care practice from my affirmations, to taking care of myself while being conscious of how I'm managing the digital space, to taking my temperature and making sure that I'm intentional and living in flow with the seasons of my life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I loved it. I know that our listeners are going to love it. And I'm so excited that you are on episode number one, which is super exciting. So how can we give some love to you? How can we cheer on and support all the incredible work that you are doing and where can we find you?
1: Through Instagram, our Instagram page is at I'm with periods. That's the letter I, the letter M with periods. And um, uh, the link to our course, menstrual cycles and manifestation is there for folks who'd like to sign up. As I mentioned, if you're already like knowledgeable about menstrual cycles, you're ready to take it to the next level, learn how to use the principles to be able to manifest your life, that would be the way to go. If you're just beginning, you can start with our book called Self-Care Down There, um, which you've beautifully um, alluded to a few times. And um, yeah, so those would be the ways, the Instagram page, the book and the course.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the School Podcast. If you like what you heard, Please tag us on Instagram and subscribe to our newsletter at thewomschoolpodcast.com. You are also invited to subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. All of our guest information will be linked in our show notes and also on our website. See you next week in class. This is Womb School.